welcome to the <laughs> not Tuesday. You know, we were stuck on the Tuesday show forever because we couldn't come up with a name. I'm definitely, I have to come up with a name for the Not Tuesday show, okay? We're going to fix this. We're going to fix this. Welcome, everybody, to the Not Tuesday show. My name is James Chen, and I guess slow news day for FGC, perhaps? No, not at all. Not at all. Obviously, uh, we all got kind of hit in the gut by a surprise announcement of uh, Tekken 8. Oh, oh, a fair, it's Wednesday, depending on where you are, okay? <laughs> Fine, Gundam Jehudi Kai. But, uh, yes, yes, yes. Surprise, shock announcement. I usually start these shows off without getting to the main topic. Obviously, I had a main topic planned over here, but clearly, I got blindsided, as did the rest of the FGC, by some crazy news about Tekken 8. We obviously knew that some new Tekken was coming. They announced something at EVO. Most of us are like, yeah, that's Tekken 8. Yeah, come on, come on, right? But we didn't get anything else except for a smile from, um, God, this is, I can never tell the difference between Jin and Kazuya. Was it Jin tossing who? Kazuya, Kazuya, there you go. With a smile from Kazuya. And that's all we got. It's all we got. But, uh, look, man, uh, we got more today out of nowhere. I know, Kev. I know, blasphemy. I'm not the best at lore, okay? I'm not the best with fighting game lore. I'm a Street Fighter player. Talk to Street Fighter players about lore, okay? <laughs> we played Street Fighter 2 and laughed because Blanca found his mom for his ending because of the, bra the anklet that he was wearing, okay? That's, that's where we're at. That's the end of it. Oh, God. Summon the guy with the book. Oh, God. Look, uh, let's... Uh, oh, I mean, it doesn't matter whether I play or not. I just don't know lore. <laughs> I just don't know lore of fighting games at all whatsoever. So, uh, I just... I, it's not something I pay attention to. So, uh, let's... You know what? Let's not even beat around the bush. This is the Tekken 8 trailer. Unreal Engine, man. So this gotta be Unreal Engine 5 or something. Hope you guys can hear this. Oh, この世に存在するべきではない。愚かだな。風間チェン。ファイト。ファイト。
definitely love the concept of people punching each other at the same time. the chain as the eight touch what a neat way to do the logo stay tuned all right first of all we have to get one thing out of the way okay everybody there is one very important thing i need to get out of the way hang on a second let me just lower this camera down a little bit there's one very very important thing i need to get out of the way first before we start anything, okay? Okay, there, there's my Tekken 8, uh, there's my uh, thumbnail reaction, right? Or should I do something more like, or should I do something more like, what do you think? What do you guys think? What, what, do, you, what do you like better? Or should I do something like, I need the cheesy smile. All right, those <laughs> angry tears. <laughs> That's the hype gen right there. <laughs> Great, now I have multiple to choose from. I don't know if I can do the smirk. I don't know if I can do the smirk. Anyways. Oh boy. Yeah. Tekken 8. So let's go back to this because I have so many questions about this. Now, before we get started, actually, before we get started, I do want to bring up one thing. Uh, let's see if I can find this here. Here we go. This is what I'm looking for here. Before we start with anything, uh, I want to bring up this over here, which was a tweet directly from Harada, which he, uh, according to this article right here, so this article is probably quoted in the article, this was captured from the story mode. It is not a pre-rendered movie made for the trailer, but rather real-time rendered footage running at 60 frames per second. So, again, this is uh, actual runtime footage, and uh, that will prevent a lot of, you know, questions that I need to ask here. But at the same time, I still have some questions to ask about this, right? So yeah, of course it's an in-game engine, but let's go ahead and watch this. I'm gonna have it muted here, just so you can hear me talking here. So obviously, confirmed Unreal Engine. We don't know if it's Unreal 4 or 5. I mean, it looks like a pretty significant step up from Tekken 7, maybe, or I don't know, like maybe some people can let me know. I mean, some people in the chat were even saying that 
you know, the, the game, the models might not even be that different. Obviously, the lighting and stuff like that are just a lot better and such. So it's it's hard to say. But yes, Necroblancy Black, that is one of the questions that I wanted to ask. And yes, Gundam Jehudi Kai in the chat says, I'm pretty sure it's UE5 since it's not coming to PS4 slash Xbone. It's kind of my guess too. It's kind of one of the things that I wanted to talk about uh, is that yes, uh, because it's not coming to the older platforms, that seems to be a pretty significant indication that this might be modern platforms only. But obviously we open up here, we've got some G Corp is in shambles, I guess. So if G Corp is in shambles here, this seems like, if I'm not mistaken, G Corp, isn't G Corp like Heiachi's corporation or something? Is that his company or something? G Corp is a thing that exists in tech and lore, right? And it looks like G Corp is in shambles or, so, oh, it's Kazuya's, but it looks like it's in shambles. So who's the good guy and who's the bad guy? Like, that's the one thing that I'm always confused about. Heiachi is obviously the bad guy, but Heiachi, but Kazuya doesn't like Heiachi, right? And so Kazuya is supposed to be the good guy, but Jin doesn't like Kazuya. And so technically, does that make Jin the good guy? But if that's the case, doesn't that make Kazuya the bad guy? And doesn't that make Heiachi the good guy? <laughs> okay, they're all bad. That's what everybody is saying in the chat. Yes, but they were all bad. <laughs> no one is a good guy. Got it. All right, everybody is a problem every people did tell me on my vi on two videos ago that me with the fan looked really authoritative so i may just like f flip around the fan every once in a while jin's mom jun was the only good guy that ever existed in the series lore i mean asuka is she a bad guy like she's a she's a she's a kazama right but isn't she kind of good or something I don't know. What, Elisa's a good guy? I thought Elisa would actually be like one of the bad guys. Anyways, whatever. Real-time rendered footage captured. G-Corp is destroyed over here. Uh, oops, let's allow that here. Xiaoyu uh, is a good girl and insignificant. Okay. Let's, anyways. Whatever with the lore. Let's go. So, G-Corp is destroyed. So, if G-Corp being destroyed here... Uh, I mean, unfortunate typo here in the dialogue here, but, you know, I'm sure lots of people are going to make fun of it. I'm not going to... Come on, just leave him alone. Um, but uh, if G-Corp is destroyed, it feels like that this is going to be a sequel, not a reboot, not a, uh, not a, a restart or something like that, or, or a flashback, right? Or was G-Corp destroyed before? I don't know what the story in Tekken 7 is. I don't know what the conclusion of the story in Tekken 7 is. Somebody can let me know. But I, I'm i assuming that that means... Because, like, isn't one of the stages in Ten's Tekken 7 the G-Corp helipad? And so G-Corp exists, and now G-Corp is dead. Anyways, whatever. So here we go. Again, the lighting is ridiculous. And, of course, this is early, too. Like, we can, we can only imagine that Tekken 7 is not coming out for, like, maybe another two years or something like that. 
But, I mean, this is already looking amazing. Like, the water effects on the guy's face and everything like this is really nice. Now, I will say, one of the things that I did notice is that the, the water streak on uh, Kazuya's right cheek is constantly repeated. All the water streaks are constantly repeated. So there is a little weirdness there, but I'm sure as the engine moves forward, they will be able to add some sort of random seed to this. But again... The characters look really, really nice. And I mean, just like if you, God, like this is in-game engine graphics for a fighting game, man. This looks ridiculous. Like this is absolutely amazing. Honestly, like this is, you know, I mean, I'm not a proponent of realistic graphics necessarily. For example, as beautiful as this looks, I may still hold the opinion that Strive is a, in fact, better looking game than Tekken 8, only because I like the stylized stuff, you know? But Tekken is about realism, right? Tekken has always been about realism. And so the way this game looks with the realistic graphics is, this is great. Like, if you want to do realistic graphics, you can't get better than this. If you told me fighting games was going to look like this at some point in time while we were playing like Alpha 2, like I would just be like, there's just literally no way. But this is just ridiculous looking at this point. I mean, the background with the volcano, the beads and everything. And here we go. So obviously homage to the, uh, to the Bandai Namco uh, Tekken startup screen right here, right? Just stick the Bandai Namco logo down here at the bottom and you've got that. And like I said, Harada really, really gets a kick out of making two people punch each other at the same time. But they punch fists. All right, look, look, I'm just saying here, look, as a movie editor, as a movie editor here, clearly they are not about to punch each other's fist, right? Like their arms are straightened out, they punch each other's fist, like little suspension of disbelief over here, you know, look, they're and then, oh, and they punch each other's fist. I mean, maybe they were punching towards the center here, they were punching at each other, but you know what? It's just like, I mean, honestly, what kind of game is this? You can't even make them look like they're gonna punch each- No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. It's a trailer. It's neat looking. Who cares? Punch each other's fist! And look at all the electricity! Bam! Looks amazing. But then the cool part here is boom! In-game, right? This is our first look at probably what the game is going to look like as the game, right? Now, I will say the characters look a little more zoomed out than they did in Tekken 7. And I'm kind of here for it. I kind of like it. I kind of did feel like Tekken 7 might have been zoomed in a little too much. They look a little further zoomed out. Am I the only one that feels that way? Uh, I feel like that this actually looks kind of uh, better, uh, in my opinion. I kind of like this. But again, like... Okay, the first thing I'll say about this is that uh, 
very much looks like Tekken, right? I mean, despite the fact that this game looks absolutely beautiful, the animations and everything like that, still very Tekken. Very Tekken, right? It doesn't seem like they're trying to rewrite all the animations and do everything brand new. They are not pulling a Street Fighter V in which they are redrawing all the animations here. This is more about, you know, animation reuse. And with a game like Tekken, with characters having upwards of 100 moves, probably the more efficient thing. We'll talk about that a little bit more in just a second. However, one of the interesting things that happens right away here, one of the interesting things that happens right away, one thing I will say about Tekken that I wish they would implement, I don't know how much it would change the game and how hard it would be to do, especially with characters like Huarang who have the stances, but I kind of do wish that Tekken would move to the point where both characters are slightly facing forward, basically. Uh, you know, like the Street Fighter style, rather than having the second player always be with the back facing. Now, that would obviously change things like the one, two, throw breaks and stuff like that. So you probably have to leave it this way for now if they don't change any of that. But, you know, I'm, I'm always kind of sad by the fact that you don't get to see the front of both characters. But, yeah, it probably would change the hitboxes too much. But, like I said, a lot of the other games do handle it. They do handle it, but it's probably unable to do at this point in time. Yeah, in VF and DOA, stance switching does affect combos. But in Tekken 7, it's always closed stance. Except for Huarong, who specifically can create an open stance. So, uh... Is this open stance? Or did I get him backwards? I thought this is closed stance. And I thought if Huarong does the stance change, that's open stance. I don't remember. Anyways, one of the things about Tekken 7 that they got right to the nth degree... Oh, I gotta do this. That they got right to the nth degree was presentation. Tekken 7's presentation advancements over previous Tekkens, and you could see it from Tekken 6. Tekken 6 had already started doing a lot of cool things like with the tag dynamic combos and stuff, but this... uh. Tekken 7 up the ante, the slow motions, the zoom-ins on the counter hits, the black and white on the trade. They did a lot of really cool things, the moves that trigger the automatic camera angles. I know those have existed before, but just everything in Tekken 7 had great presentation. It looks like Harada and gang are trying their best to up the ante on that because one of the first things we see is this right here. Are we going to get slow motion in the middle of battle? And are we going to get a special kind of hit stun based off of this weird looks like we're about to trade and doesn't? Because this reel is obviously completely brand new and never seen before. However, the reason why I will... I wanted to point out the Harada tweet is because he said this is from story mode. So a lot of this could be pre-programmed story mode cool cinematics. Right. And so the question really comes down to 
do we like this or will it actually, as Necromancy Black says, kill the flow of the game, right? Now, on one hand, I would say potentially a lot of times you throw in those extra things like that and it does kill the flow of the game. But Tekken 7, like I said, has do have things like king, forward, forward, neutral, one or two, I, two, and if you counter hits, he does the automatic lariat thing, so it triggers a special animation, and we're cool with watching that. Maybe it's okay with it like this, or it'll become like these stage transitions of injustice, which are way too much, but it could also be like the stage transitions in Guilty Gear Strive, which don't feel interrupting at all, and actually feel really cathartic, and feel really, really cool. Uh, so we don't know just yet if this is a story mode thing or if this could potentially be extra additional, uh, I mean, see, here's the thing, right? This is the key thing here. He hits him with this. He goes into the special long reel and it looks like Kazuya combos him out of this, right? Or forces him to block. Or maybe that's a canned animation that puts you into an advantage situation. That would be annoying if that was the case that you that they made you run up there every every single time. So it's an interesting question. How much are they going to add to the presentation? This one definitely feels scripted. More than likely a story mode thing, but, you know, I might actually be kind of neat to add a little bit of extra stuff in the game just to give things more impact. Slow motion all over the place? Maybe not. It really depends on how often it triggers, right? Even if it does trigger, maybe there's a thing that says if it triggers, cannot trigger again until the next round or something like that maybe there's a random seed whether it triggers or not or something because if whatever the whatever causes it to happen if it happens every single time probably would be too much and again if you are listening to this on podcast apologies we're obviously watching videos here and you're not going to be able to see it but um, hopefully you get the idea of what I'm talking about over here. Okay, some standard play. Now this, is this a new mechanic? Hi, podcasters, says Silas in the chat. Is this a new mechanic? Do we have a new dodge mechanic in the game? Or again, is this a scripted scene? Right, all the old players will hate it. All the old players hated a lot of things in Strive. And Strive has sold millions of copies at a 2000 entrance at Evo. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, sometimes worrying about what the old people think isn't necessarily the way to go. I say this as an old person. But yes, what Necromancy Black says, this is a legacy game. And we will talk more about that in just a little bit because for sure Tekken is designed to be a legacy game. Uh, Guilty Gear has a pretty decent base and it's been a legacy game for a long time. Daisuke made the distinct decision to try his best not to make it a legacy game. He literally said in interviews, 
I want to take away the advantage of previous Guilty Gear players. That was actually a thing. <laughs> that he specifically... That was Daisuke's vision. That was Daisuke's vision. Do not deny Daisuke's vision. Anyways. Interesting dodge mechanic here, but obviously leads to this thing. This is probably all just the cool cinematic, right? Like, I mean, if that move did a zoom in into this toe, I mean, obviously this is all part of story mode right here. But now we go back to this and kicks him out of the air with juggle. I'm assuming a lot of this is probably just story mode cutscenes here. I mean, this obviously, but I'm just talking about a lot of the fight and the slowdown and all that stuff. And here we go again, Harada with the punchy punchies to each other. <laughs> um... Guilty Gear had absolutely had that before Strive as well. Uh, had which one, Zenetsu? Was that a response to me or was that a response to somebody else in the chat? Just curious about that. Um, let's see. Keep the in the muscle buff during that move. Response. Okay, got it. Um, yeah. Uh, Street Fighter isn't the only one. Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat 11 is not 10, is not 9. Mortal Kombat actually is willing to make a lot of big changes in between games as well. Uh, here we go. Blap combo. And again, fancy camera angles for the story mode. Knock you down. <laughs> smirk. Kazuya smirk. This is just the thing, right? This is just what he does, doesn't he? <laughs> I mean, again, uh, Retro Neko, thank you for being a first-time chatter here. Hope you got, hope you're enjoying this here. Uh, I don't have as well of a... I mean, Tekken 4 felt like was the biggest departure from Tekken. They lowered the damage. It was that you had the columns and stuff that you could hide around and stuff like that. And Tekken 4 was largely considered like the black sheep of Tekken, right? Because Tekken 5 immediately like, ha, just kidding. And then they went back to it. Because I remember Tekken 4 at Evo. One, the game was unbalanced as fuck. And I think it was, was it Jin? Who was the best character in the game? And like top eight was like Jin, 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 or Kazuya, 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 whatever it was, whichever of the characters was top tier in that game. And I remember everybody was running around columns and hiding behind columns. And yeah, it didn't work out very well. So they definitely tried to do something different. But uh, since then, Tekken has largely uh, been the same. Not yet, mouthful of dollars. We are getting there soon. We are getting there soon. But here we go, running at you. Nice attempt to block or dodge. I don't know what he did. Clearly wasn't a frame trap. Guess he wasn't expecting the instant while running attack. Gets launched into the air, and then rage art, rage drive, whatever. That looks so familiar. Who's done that before? Who's... I mean, did one of them do that before in Tekken? 
Like that whole super with the camera angle and everything like that. Oh, Lars. That's right. It was Lars. Yeah, it looks like a, it looks like something that's existed before. But there you go. Grab the feather. And again, love the 8 logo off the chain. I mean, honestly, between Tekken 8 with this chain 8 and Street Fighter 6 with the 6 embedded in the 6. I, I, good job on the logos, gentlemen. <laughs> Good job on the lo logos here. Hey, thank you, uh, Mouthful of Dollars. Appreciate that. Fighting games are something so great. Tekken 8, let's take a look at this. Development by Bandai Namco Studios, Sony Interactive, PlayStation Family Mark. Oh, they gave Mark Man a shout out. PlayStation Family Mark, yay! Uh, PlayStation, PlayStation logo, PS5, registered trademarks. Valve Corporation, probably about Steam, da 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 da. Nothing else interesting in there uh, that actually uh, talks about anything else that'll give us hints about anything. But as you see here, clearly PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X and S, and Steam. So, as we mentioned, most likely Unreal Engine 5. But this is a good discussion here, though, because we've already been getting into this. Is now the question really is, is Harada going to keep this a legacy game? Does Harada have it in him to risk changing it? to a brand new thing. Does he feel like he wants to bring in new players? Tekken has been a legacy series practically since Tekken 1. Please correct me if I'm wrong, because clearly it's very easy for me to be wrong. But is it wise for him to do that? Tekken, if you know, and Zanetsu brings up a good point, is that this is one of the arguments for keeping it legacy. Tekken sells well enough that it doesn't matter. <laughs> they're not hurting for player base. Uh, they're not hurting for... Okay, so since Tekken 3, it's been a legacy series. However, the one thing that I... I I'm, I'm confused. I mean, the, the one thing that concerns me, though, is that Tekken, to me, and people can correct me if I'm wrong, not counting Smash, okay... Because Smash is clearly a platform fighter, completely different thing. But Tekken, to me, is the most, I don't want to call it insulated, but the most enclosed major fighting game that we play at our events. I don't see a lot of Tekken players shifting between different games. Because Tekken requires so much knowledge and so much work, and so much practice, I feel like you can't play Tekken and another game. Now, some of the Korean and Japanese Tekken players are playing Street Fighter V. Uh, we've seen them play at tournaments and stuff like that. But uh, I'm curious how that is. Like, I don't see uh, a lot of people... I mean, like, for example, right? You say NRS games are on a, a, a similar level, right? So... Uh, Pakistan is an exception because Tekken and KOF is all they play. Like, that is their games. That is what they play. But even some, like, for example, like, you know, if I name a lot of the top Tekken players, 
they don't play anything else, right? And then, you know, with NRS games here, Sonic Fox played a lot of different things. I mean, he still plays a lot of different things. Uh, I believe, I mean, Razzo told me that they started with NRS. Uh, who's the other one? Uh, K7 Showoff is an NRS player playing Guilty Gear, etc., etc. Uh, but again, that might be just my my uh, uneducated view. I am completely willing to be like, James, you're an idiot. Tekken players play everything. You're a dumbass. So I'm totally down to be wrong on this because, like I said, my knowledge of the Tekken scene is very, very small at best. So, um, so lots of casual Tekken fans play many games. Um, let's see. I see more Tekken players open to playing other games than many Street Fighter or Capcom only players. Uh, that used to be the case. Uh, I don't think that's the case as much anymore. Uh, I really feel like in the Street Fighter days, I've seen a lot of Street Fighter players move to other games and stuff. Yeah, the Tokido one is unfortunate. That one makes me really, really, really sad. But, but, again, I'm not saying, and don't get me wrong, again, I'm not saying that I think Tekken players are snobs or that they're unwilling to play other games. I just think that's how much dedication Tekken takes these, you know, these days to play. And a lot of that just really comes from the fact that, you know, so many moves, so many characters, lots of frame data. You just have to get used to all the situations and stuff. And it's a very complex game, right? Most everybody who plays Tekken will tell you, yeah, Tekken takes a lot of focus. <laughs> takes a lot of focus. <laughs> um, so obviously that's not a reason for Harada to make the game different to move away from Legacy. However, it does make it hard for a lot of new players to get into Tekken. But Tekken 7 got really big, and at one point in time was arguably the biggest fighting game, maybe like right before the pandemic hit. I think Tekken was probably the most popular fighting game uh, in the FGC at the time. And so uh, the question is, do we have a situation uh, do we have a situation where, uh, you guys tell me, Necromancy Black, all you other guys who are more involved in the Tekken scene, you tell me, what was the Tekken 7 new player influx like? What is the new player influx in Tekken in terms of competitive players? Did we, did we see a lot of new players in Tekken 7? I think the answer is yes, because like I said, I think Tekken 7 was extremely popular. I think a lot of new players to get into. Uh, yeah, Necromancy Black, that's definitely uh, a distinction I, I will make. Uh, Tekken is hard to get good at, easy to pick up and play. Uh, easy to pick up and play. So, um... Right, I mean, Guilty Gear Strive, I think, I personally think, still plays like Guilty Gear. A lot of Guilty Gear players will disagree. In fact, a lot of Guilty Gear players who played XX don't even think Exert feels like Guilty Gear. So, 
But again, I'm a Street Fighter player. I'm used to things being completely just blown out of the water at this point, you know? Um, so, uh, oh yeah, it's oh, Tekken 7 is clearly the longest running Tekken, but we are in this phase now, right? I mean... If you think about it, for something like Street Fighter V, Season 1, Season 2, Season 3, Season 4, Season 5 would be would have been Street Fighter V, Street Fighter V 2, Street Fighter V 3, Street Fighter V 4, Street Fighter V 5 a long time ago. Just like Alpha 1 and Alpha 2 would have just been Street Fighter Alpha, Street Fighter Alpha Season 2, and then Street Fighter Alpha 3 would have been kind of like Season 3, right? If they were willing to change drastically between the seasons, because that's kind of the comparison that we uh, would have had at this point in time. Tekken has even been versioned a couple of times, because the arcade version was different than the console launch, etc., etc. Um... It's a different time. It's a different time, so we can't count longevity, and that'll go into the OG topic as well. Uh, we can't talk about a particular game's longevity. It's just a very different situation that we're living in at this point in time. Uh, so, um, oh, that would be terrible, but again, Alpha, Alpha 2, and Alpha 3 were very different from each other. So, um, but yeah. The question is, would do would Harada want to keep this legacy, right? Someone in the chat said a good question is to ask Harada why he wants to keep it legacy, right? But it's an interesting situation because we are in a new world at this point in time. And some of the things that are legacy in Tekken are troublesomely a little outdated going back to last week's conversation about the hitbox and such a lot of controllers out there making it so things like electric wing god fists are super easy to do or heiachi has the move which is forward neutral down forward plus a button and like on cross-ups and hitbox like that's just like way easier to do right uh compared to uh, what it is with a joystick, right? So the question is, does Harada want to keep it that legacy at this point where, you know, he's even kind of defying the change in controllers at this point? Because in the conversation about the hitbox and stuff, I even said this on social media, like, I don't know if I would ban the cross-up for games like Street Fighter, but for games like Tekken, 100% I would ban the cross-up. 100% I would ban the cross-up. Someone asked me, I when I first started messing with the cross-up on stream, someone in the chat asked me, he's like, do Heiachi's move. And I did it first try. And I was like, was that the one? He was like, do it again. <laughs> and then I did it again. He was like, oh God. <laughs> oh man. So it'll be interesting to see how uh, they decide to handle that kind of thing like that. Do I think Tekken Bubble will burst like SF4 to SF5 if we are just going to change the legacy play? Uh, I mean, the Street Fighter V bubble didn't burst because of the way the game changed. Street Fighter V bubble bursted because the launch was so bad. Because <laughs> the launch was awful, right? And, and not only that, but Street Fighter V was also designed to be not Street Fighter 4. 
Those were the two biggest problems with Street Fighter V. Street Fighter V was not created with a vision. It was created to be not Street Fighter IV, and then the launch was really bad. So those things hurt Street Fighter V more than anything. The question is, for Tekken, are we at a point where do we want to remove the legacy gameplay, or do we just want to stay how we are? Do we just want to just keep it up the way it is? And frankly, I don't have any opinion on this at all. I don't play Tekken dedicatedly. I've obviously played Tekken 7. Everybody's seen the video. I obviously play Tekken 7, but I am not in a position to actually say we should make Korean backdashes easier, change the way electric wing godfists work, because I, I am the wrong person to actually say that. Now, um, I, I guess it's just, yeah, I, is it the right choice? Is it the wrong choice? It'll be an interesting one to see. It'll just be an interesting thing to kind of examine how it goes uh, to see what Harada decides to do. He has threatened a reboot before. He kind of said Tekken 8, he was thinking about making it a reboot. Like I said, it doesn't, it definitely doesn't seem like it's going to be a reboot. So uh, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. But Tekken 8 is going to be an interesting one because Tekken 8 is... Tekken is a series, and I don't mean this as an insult, and I don't mean this in any sort of negative way, because there is a lot that's positive about this, but Tekken as a series is kind of a dinosaur in the fighting game sphere right now, because it is latching on so heavily to a lot of these old school things, right? It, it is definitely very resistant to change and very resistant to the advancements in our community like hitboxes and stuff like that. Now, speaking of technology, advancements and everything like that, the next trailer that Tekken 8 should put out is Tekken 8. Zoom, zoom, Tekken 8. Roll back. And then done. And then that's it. Like, I'm waiting for the fighting game to come out with the 10 second rollback trailer. I want <laughs> the rollback 10 second trailer because that, you wouldn't even need the Jin smile. You would just be like, Jung Jung, rollback, that's it. And uh, that would be absolutely wild. So, uh, I mean, this will probably get an arcade release because they're probably still, because Japan, you have to, like you just have to, I feel like, but uh, I'm curious if they're going to try to implement rollback or if Harada is going to be stubborn and try to maintain that Tekken 7's netcode is fine, everything is great, they have rollback, three frames, and just leave it this way, right? I'm curious. I'm curious. Oh, arcades could definitely run that game. I mean, it just depends on how much you want to make the arcade game cost. That's all. I don't think having proper rollback will cut it anymore. What does that mean, Black? <coughs> I just remember that one of the stages is called the G-Corp helipad, Kev. 
<laughs> Sorry, I know what G Corp is, but I can't tell the difference between Jin and Kazuya, okay? I, I, I still can't even tell the difference between Tom and Tony Cannon, and I've known them for like 20 plus years, okay? I'm bad at faces. Alright, look. <laughs> look. <clears throat> uh, oh, oh, I don't think, I don't think not having... I don't think not having proper rollback will cut it anymore. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. You definitely, I mean, I feel like it has to be that way. Like, it, we really, really, really need some rollback. And that's got to be the one thing that we have to announce instantaneously for this game is rollback. Because if, they, if this game does not come out with proper rollback, I think people will riot at this point in time. And it's kind of a funny joke because that might mean everybody goes to Project L. <laughs> See? See what I did there? Everybody will riot. <laughs> oh, don't talk to me about Soul Calibur Axe, man. Everybody who plays Soul Calibur is really depressed right now, okay? Look, 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 look. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, if Tekken doesn't have rollback, what other options people would have? I don't know. I don't know, honestly. But, I mean, they would still play it. They would just keep doing what they're doing right now, right? So, I mean, I think that's all really there is to ask about Tekken 7 right now. Again, I'm not a big fan of wild speculation and being like, Oh my god, like, what if they do this? Oh my god, you think they'll bring in Soul Bad Guy? Oh my god, you think that a Final Fantasy 16 character will show up in the game? Oh my god, like, you know, I'm I'm not quite there. Uh, to Oh, you, Renato, I am definitely a dad. I have two spoiled kids in my house right now by the name of Jasmine and Nathan, okay? Uh, but again, um, yeah, that's kind of the situation that we're in. And uh, I made a mistake over here. I never highlighted Tekken 8 on the thing. So I'll just have to remember that when I do editing. <laughs> uh, my kitties are my kids, Renato. My kitties are my kids. I do not have kids. I have kitties. Oh, uh, man. Um, you're tired of the age of guest characters, huh? Interesting. Interesting. Hmm. Hmm. Tired of guest characters. I like the guest characters thing, mostly just because I love the concept of fighting games sharing with each other and uh, all being kind of friends with each other. Someone said in the chat, like, a CSGO player doesn't care if, you know, they play Valorant or whatever like that. And that's true. But, you know, FPSs and MOBAs and stuff like that are very much a community of, I play my game, screw your game. The FGC is very different because we were bred through arcades and there were only one Third Strike machine or two MVZ2 machines at the arcade. And so when you put your quarter up and waited, you went and played other games. Fighting game has this culture of being able to play multiple games at once. And as a old, oh, as an OG, yeah, as an OG, 
I think that's an important thing to maintain in the FGC is try to maintain this culture and which is why I love, 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 and speaking back to Harada, Harada organizing those round tables that they do and bring all the FGC guys together. Because even Japan, it seems like, is realizing now that for fighting games, fighting against each other isn't the right answer. Uh, forget Tekken Cross Street Fighter at this point. I don't think anybody wants a Tekken Cross Street Fighter. Putting Akuma and Geese and Noctis in Tekken, I think, is better already. So, 